You're now listening to the AZs and Root Bruce podcast, brought to you by Blessed to Death. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, what's popping? What's good? Do y'all know what today is? Let, let us know, brother. I said, do y'all know what today is? I wish I had an organ right now because I was, do you know what today is? Yes, sir. <laughs> today is a special day. Wow. It is season three finale. Wow. Preach, preacher. Now. Season three finale is here, ladies and gentlemen. This is what you listen to now, and we just want to thank y'all so much for rocking with us through season three. Yes, sir. I'm your boy Raynell, and I got my brother in the building. Who is in the building with us tonight? This is your boy Jay Davis. Yes, sir. And I'm just so uh, just blessed, and I just want to say thank you to all of the supporters um, who have uh, followed us on this journey as we are uh, coming to the conclusion of season three. Mm-hmm. So do us a favor, though. You've enjoyed it so far. Let somebody else know. Actually, one of the homies said recently, <laughs> uh, and we just uh, we just uh, appreciate um, our family like that. That need a new podcast. They needed they they needed the yeah. culture to speak. So we appreciate all of y'all for real, for real. Yeah, we definitely do. And uh, you know, we we get ready for season four. We game plan it right now. We want to try to take this thing to the next level. And um, yes, our whole mission for this podcast is to heal the culture. You know what I mean? Yes, There's sir. a lot of things that go on that don't be discussed. And we feel like it's time for us to bring those things to the forefront and just talk about it like a family. Because yes, that's sir. what we are, Tribe. You are part of the family. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. So uh, we, we, we looking forward to seeing what good fruit that could be produced in season four. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? So shout out to my bro, uh, George Thomas, shout out to the boy Chris. Yes, you know what I mean. And uh, we're trying to get some more people to come through, man. Most season definitely. four, and uh, let's just try some things that need to be talked about. Yeah, there are a lot of things that need to be talked about. There's a lot of things going on, uh, and um, you know, we just want to we want to add some voices to the conversation. That's what we want to do. Truth, truth. Yeah, so, man. Uh, we need some. We most definitely want some. Looking for some healthy and fresh perspective. Yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, because we 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 only human. We only human. You know what I mean. We only human. And we so. gotta we gotta make sure we we uh we remind people of that that we're only human. You know, nobody's here perfect. Nobody's a superhuman. Um, you know, we walk around here with emotions, with intellect. He feel me? Speak true. With uh with the mind and all type of things. So. You know, let's 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 talk about you know what all that comes with. Speak truth. Brother. You know what I mean. So, uh, uh, let's let's just you know let's let's do our best to heal the culture, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. So and uh, yeah, yeah. So what else you been up to, man? What you what what what's happening, man? You know your boy right now. I'm get ready to go to this roots picnic next week. Good stuff, yeah, man. Yeah, How I'm you looking, feeling? I'm excited about it. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing them. They're gonna be performing. All things fall apart in its entirety. Um, her is going to be there. Uh, Toby is going to be there. Um, some podcasts that I like is going to be there. Uh, Most Def is going to be performing a mixtape live. 
it's a lot going on, man. I'm just excited. It's just like this is a dream come true. Yeah, man. So I'm looking forward to going. Y'all know I'm gonna hit y'all with a review. I think I'll make that a bonus episode. A yeah. bonus episode before it's not even gonna be a part of season four. It's just gonna be what it's just gonna be that thing. It's just gonna be a uh Roots Picnic review. And I'm just gonna tell y'all my experience, how it was, how dope it was and whatnot. And uh ooh. Um <laughs> I'm just going to, uh, we watching the, uh, the Milwaukee versus Toronto game four. four. Uh, but yeah, so I'm going to tell you all how it went down, how dope it was. Cause what, what the plan is, I'm going to go to Philly. I'm going to do a day in New York. Then I'm going to go back to Philly for the thing. Then I'm going to come on right back here and, uh, you know, get back to it. Yeah, man. But things be going good, man. You know, uh, just, you know, just game planning for some, for some, for some things. You know what I mean? Dig that. Game planning for some things. What about you, brother? I've been doing a lot of writing lately, actually. Is that right? Yeah, man. Okay, okay. Um, so I've been blessed, and I don't want to put anything. I'll put some stuff out there. Um, over these airwaves, I've been working with an artist. Right. Um, that uh, I've been working with a few artists actually. Um, been just kind of like sending some like original music out, uh, and so hopefully some of that will come out soon. And then I've been working with an artist that I work with uh frequently, um. I've been working on some like music with them as well, uh, and just uh, some of the product that's coming out has been like really, um, really exciting. But also, man, should I tell them? Go ahead, man. Should I tell them? Tell them. All right, I'm working on my project. Yes, it's about time, ladies and gentlemen. I'm working on it's my coming. I'm working on my project, and I think I won't tell you guys what it is, but I think it's going to surprise a lot of people. Um, Things gonna surprise a lot of people right now. I let you hear some stuff. Mm-hmm. What were your feelings, genuinely? Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to this direction you're going in. Um, you know me. I've been asking you to come out with something for a minute. Yeah. And for those who don't know, he had a project out before that was just amazing to me. So, um, I think it was really dope, and um, I like the direction you're going in. I I really think uh, it's gonna surprise a lot of people. But I think um, it's necessary. Yeah, very necessary. So I'm looking forward to it, man. Yeah, man. Like I'm looking I, forward to I it. I put it like this too. Like, um, I'm. How do I say this? Uh, for those that are listening, um, know that what I'm going to do is going to require a lot of growth from me, um, because it is going to be something that is very different than what I've ever done before. But I'm looking forward to. Um, I think with what I'm, what is going to take place. I think a lot of individuals um, will be able to relate to it. And I think a lot of people are going to be inspired by it. And I think a lot of people are going to be able to, um, I think a lot of people, I think, I really do think it's going to uh, build conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the direction that this, this, this project is going. So, um, yeah, I'm really, I'm really uh, juiced about, I'm excited too, man. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's the time, man. I think it's time, man. I'm looking forward to it. So, hey, man, we we out here. We working, ladies and gentlemen. We working. You yeah. Know, hey, pray for us, man. Pray for us that we we execute these projects, we these plans, and yeah. The visions and the sounds and the everything that we working on will come out the way it's supposed to come out. Yeah. You know? I, I'm. I know we got. I know we have something to talk about, but I do. I last episode, I think we did a really uh, healthy job of um. Of just talking about taking care of taking care of self, and I just want to start our conversation before we hit some of our main points. Me and Raynell, we had like just a really genuine conversation, um, 
during pregame, and I think this is probably one of the most genuine conversations that we've had before pregame. And all the conversations are genuine, but I think it was just necessary. And I just want to encourage those that are, are listening. Um, I feel like the older we get sometimes and the more life that we experience, we forget about our dreams. You know what I mean? That's and real. It becomes more about like a comparison game, and it becomes about like, well, I see so-and-so, and I see so-and-so doing this, and I so- see so-and-so doing that, or, man, I don't have the – I don't have the the budget that my favorite artist or my favorite photographer. Like, man, I don't have, you know, X, Y, and Z. And so what ends up taking place is, like, we we pay so much attention to uh, the, the rigmarole of life. I know, man, we haven't heard that word in a long time, but we just – we feel, like, the, the con- consistent pressure of life, and we, we forget to go after the things that have that have been placed in our hearts to do. And right, I just really want right. to encourage people, especially, like, season three, like, man, like, to be honest, like, j- just for us to say, like, man, we're at our third season of this podcast says a lot. Like, this started with Raynell's dream. You know what I mean? Like, right, Raynell yeah. a long time ago said, like, you know, he knew about the podcast format, and he was like, I really want to do a podcast. Like, I really want to do something that will will build. And what I love about this podcast, honestly, um, what I love about this podcast, honestly, like, one thing that is done for me is giving me, like, the joy and the like, the desire to like, just to really share my heart. You know what I mean? And without like the fear of judgment or like the fear of what people think. And I think like, I don't know if I've ever told Raynell that, but you know, I'm I'm saying it now. But I think just for me personally, I think a lot of times like we get so in like the processes of like, man, like whether it's work. Some of us like, man, like some of us have to work full time jobs. You know what I mean? Or some of us are like taking care of families or like taking care of like our siblings and things of that nature, and sometimes we get so wrapped up in, like, having to do X, Y, and Z, we totally forget, like, we neglect, uh, we neglect or we don't always prioritize or we don't plan out the things that are meant for us to develop within Mm -hmm. oneself. And I just really want to encourage, like, those that are listening, like, man, like, like, if God has put something really, like, on your heart to do, like, man, yes, like, there's a couple things that I've learned about dreams, right? Dreams dreams are are for are for for our obedience and they're they're to to bless others you know what i mean right and like and and dreams also incorporate like you we need other people for our dreams you know what i mean like i like man like this project that i'm coming out with like man it's a dream for me it's a it's a long lasting dream but also i know i cannot accomplish this dream without other people like people have to be a part of the dream you know and so i just really want to encourage those like i just really want to encourage those out there that are listening like and if there's a dream in your heart, you know what I mean, and it's legal, man, like promote it, get the support from it, and don't stop doing it because somebody needs your dream, somebody needs your obedience, and somebody needs like, and somebody needs to be a part of it. Somebody needs to know that they can do it as well. So, I just really want to encourage somebody with that. You know what I mean? Like, I just felt like that was just such a vital conversation that a life giving conversation that me and Raynell had earlier today, and I just want to um, bring somebody else into that might that might be listening to this like. Please don't be afraid to dream because your dreams are necessary, especially if you know that that's something that you need to be doing. Like the last yeah. thing that you want to do, and I'm telling you, it's like one of the worst feelings ever. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing you want to do is watching somebody else live out your dream. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like something that you're supposed to be doing, something that you know that you were that you were called to do, and you decide not to do it because you're afraid, or somebody told you that you shouldn't do that because it wasn't, it didn't make enough money. Or wasn't plausible. You know what I mean? Who would think that Uber would be a multi-billion dollar company? You right, know what I mean? Right. Who knew that Chick-fil-A would be a multi-billion dollar company? You know what I mean? Like, But somebody believed enough in it. And look at those brands. Also, 
like not that I like this food, but man, think about it. like you're never too old or never too young to have your own dream. KFC, the developer KFC, he didn't develop KFC until the age of 52. Come on now, you know what I mean? So like whether it's age, man, finances, yo, like man, like just be obedient, be right. obedient to what you know that you're supposed to do. Like it'll work out. You know what right, I mean? Right. And it might require some discipline. It might require some priority changes. It might require some no's, but whatever it is, like, just don't, just just do it. You know what I mean? So, that's my encouragement. I know that was a lot, but I just felt that in my heart. Hey, no, man, it's a necessary thing, man, because uh, I think we're living in an age right now in a time where you could really, if you really want it, you could go get it. More Agreed. Than, more than ever. And with that being said, man, that would lead us strictly into um, our first thing we wanted to talk about was um, – you know, when you put yourself in the right position, you know what I'm saying? That's how God could bless you. And definitely with these people at Morehouse College. Bro. <laughs> you know, they, they were positioned at the right time, you know what I'm saying, to get a, a major blessing. You know what I'm saying? So who was the guy again? What was his name? I don't know his name, but let's, let's find him out. Up. Hold on. Let, yeah. We're going to do this right because we got to respect it because he's a black billion, billionaire. Number billionaire. One. And I actually read about him just recently as well. Um but we want to make sure we give him the proper respect and love because he did something that was changed. Robert F. Smith. Robert F. Smith is a billionaire, ladies and gentlemen, a Morehouse alumni. And, and he was happy to give in a commencement speech. And he revealed that this, he was like, you know, 2019 is my class. So me and the, my family are putting together a grant to pay off everybody's student loans. I'm going to say that again. That man paid off everybody's student lo- is going to be paying off everybody's student loans in the graduating class of 2019 at Morehouse University. Bruh. Do you know how crazy that they said it's estimated to be about $40 million? That's amazing. Thoughts? Um, Did you see the video? I was shocked, bro, when yeah. I saw the <laughs> <laughs> Right. Right. Um, you see the teachers in the back and the, and the deans, they was just shocked, like, what? <laughs> like, what? Bro, they were like, no, I laughed because they were like, wait, did he say what? Yeah. And then he clapped. Everybody stood up and clapped. Yeah, It was bruh. like. And then he was like, he was like, that. he said, I'm putting, he said, next year we have the same opportunity, too. I'm putting pressure on the other alumni to do the same. And I was just like, oh, he's he's about to change the game. Oh, yeah. Like he's because I I wonder when with that with him doing that where other billionaires thinking to themselves like why why aren't are you why aren't I using my money to do something like that yeah you could give out scholarships and that's beautiful not saying that it's not but like when you tell us a class of like a class hey don't worry about your students because that's half of the battle right there graduating is half of the battle but when you win like a hundred thousand dollar debt. <laughs> because of education, life, hey, getting that career takes on a whole different Bro, meaning afterwards, man. Right? Like, and it's just like, man, like you, you know the type of freedom that these, man, these boys they could change the world. Bro, like, so, like, I'll be honest. So, I was fortunate enough not to have to worry about student debt mm-hmm. in in college. But I know a lot of people that are not in that position. Right, right, right. Um, I probably like if I went to go. If I went to go back to get my de- to get my master's, like I would have to probably 
acquire some college debt. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see where the Lord takes your boy. Right. Um, because anything is possible. You right. know what I mean? But I know, again, a lot of people that get student loans and um, be for that degree. And it's like, man, it it makes it, it makes you look at education in a different sense. Because I know some people like it is, and again, it goes back to the dream. For some people, they know like I have to get, to, I have to get a degree in order to do what I want to do. Right. And there's some people like, I there's some people that they'll leave college and then like, especially with this entrepreneurial world, uh, entrepreneurial world, they'll be like, man, like why in the world did I get right a degree when I could have just been hustling all along and right. I just acquired this debt? I think what he what he did is he set up all these individuals at Morehouse to get a degree and not feel ashamed of it. Right. Woo. That gave me chills just thinking about that. You know what I mean? Like, bro, like they don't have to worry about debt. Yeah. They don't have to crazy. Think about it. You know what I mean? Like, because for instance, I mean, I wonder what homeboy had to say about it. Ramsey. I got to check in with Uncle, Uncle Dave. Uncle Dave, bro. <laughs> Let's see what Uncle Dave had to Uncle, say about that. Uncle Dave probably saying, praise the Lord, <laughs> yeah. bro. Like, that's what Uncle Dave's saying, bro. Like, oh, man. That's what Uncle Dave's saying, <laughs> yeah. bro. Like, like, but no, think like, uh, genuinely, I was fortunate. I right. know I was fortunate. I right. know my story is is different than right. a lot of people. Right. And a lot of people don't get the story that I get. Right. But fam, like, he walked in... Man, he walked he changed in. Changed the game. Like he walked in. Um, like he really changed a lot of people's lives because all these dudes got to do now is pay their cell phone bill. That's and it. if they already had jobs, some, if some of these guys already had jobs, now all they have to do is like maintain that job right now, look for a better position because they're degreed now, or they could really start their businesses and their dreams instead of worrying about like, dang, I got to get these student loans. You know what I mean? Like they genuinely. They have the freedom to now start a new life. Bro, and I'm going to say this. A new career. I'm going to say this. Uh, um, anybody that has prejudiceness or racism in them is not happy about this. Right, right. You feel me? Like, because, and this is this is not just, this is not just a, a white versus black thing. This is just anything because this really changed the, the a cult, this is a cultural paradigm shift. Yes, it is. You know what I mean? Like, this is really um, an opportunity. Um, this this changes the. This really changes the script of African American men. Yeah, it does. Yeah, think about it, bro. It definitely do. And think and think about it. Nipsey Hussle was already starting this train, mm-hmm. or he was a part of the train that was already started a long time ago. Be of the people that came before us. And I think this gentleman, Robert F. Smith, really right. solidified. Yeah. He like, changed the game, man. Yeah. He put pressure on some people. Hey, this one dude tried to check Oprah, though, on Instagram. And Oprah had to check him. <laughs> with the share. It's like she had took a picture with somebody. I guess she spoke at a, a university. And she shared a picture of, of this dude who was, like, super excited. And somebody commented was like, oh, but, but you ain't pay his tuition, though. And she and then she was like, I've paid over four hundred men to go to Morehouse University. She was like, I've done my fair share. Don't talk to me about that. I was like, Yo, Oprah, hey, let hey, him know, let him know, let him know. Um, but yeah, I think I think what what he done, like you said, it's a paradigm shifting move. Um, because he did it openly. 
a lot of times people would do stuff like that privately. So, I mean, he just, uh, it, that's an amazing thing to be done because there was probably people in there that were doctors. You know what I mean? Studying to be doctors or, or you, you don't even know what people's backgrounds are, what, what they had to go through. Like you said, financially, family wise, just to get to college and to have that cleared off like that. That's not only freeing for that individual, but freeing for their families as well Bruh. and for generations to come. Bruh. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that was a major <laughs> uh, that was a major moment in a life and people's lives. That was a major moment that could affect generations of the past and moving forward. Bruh. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, hey, we going to salute. To you, Mr. Robert Smith. You know what I'm saying? We, the tribe, we yes, salute sir. you for what you're doing. Hey, we pray that God blesses you, too, for that. You know what I mean? And if you don't know the Lord, you better know him. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> yeah. You dig him? But, no, seriously, though, that was, like, amazing. Like, seriously, I was, when I saw that, like, I was kind of, like, shocked. I was like, what did he say? And I had to, like, watch it a couple of times. He'd be like, yo, he really say you don't pay off their loans. But he said, like, it was nothing. He was like, oh, that's $40 million. That's nothing. Hey, that's, hey, write the check. Well, I was doing some research. It's a grant, right? It's a grant, but he he's he was uh, a chemical engineer mm-hmm. and an investment banker. Yeah. So he, he, he this dude, dope. not just got dough, but he got intelligence. So yeah. he know how to. Oh, he know how to make that happen. He, bro. Yeah, that's nothing to him. Bro, so, and then, um. And, and that's my thing, too, is, like, when you're a billionaire who got billions coming in, why not do that? When you can. When you can. I think he probably had that moment was like, man, I got all this money stacked bro, up, you know, bro. Like, that is so game-changing. Like, he's like, I got I got dough stacked up. Like, that's like. He's like, instead of ba- buying a basketball team or a football team, I'm going to invest in the community. So, uh, Tribe, correct me on this. Well, no, I don't know. Correct me on this. This is what I heard, though. This is like something I learned. So remember, like the, um. So like you know how like scripture talks about uh, leaving wealth for your children's children. Yeah. So what I learned is in that day, like children's children were like were like tribes. Mm-hmm. So it was like, say me, you lived in the same tribe. Right. Like your children would be like my nephews right. and like my nieces. Right. So my job wasn't like. It was like if you need to be taken, like if if you were lacking and I had, like you get taken care of and your people get taken care of, right? You right. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's like our tribe, right? And that's it, what he did, bro. He took care of tribes. Yes, yeah. All <laughs> easy. All yeah. twelve of them. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Like, you're right. Literally, <sighs> Manasseh. Joseph, yeah, <laughs> all of them, bro. Hey, man, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm, I'm so ecstatic for the people that was able to take advantage of this. I'm ecstatic for what's to come for Morehouse, um, because I think, I just think that he set a precedent that, a precedence that, that could really change grants and scholarships moving forward for univer- for people who are able to take advantage of them. I think it also changed the trajectory of why you attain, right. Like our generation, and I talk about this all. I talked about this before. Our generation, especially when it came to like hip hop and urban culture, the desire for money, like the desire of money, we still see aspects of it. The desire of becoming rich was like because yes, it was to get us out, like get particular people out the hood, but it was now to flaunt to say, "Hey, I'm better than you." Right. But this time, I feel like he's using his wealth as a sense of 
I'm going to make you better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that's just so. But he's buying people's freedom at that point. Bro. He's like, hey, man, you're free. Don't worry about this. Just go be you. Just go be great. And that's amazing, man. So we salute you. We salute you, Robert Smith, to the students of Morehouse College. Hey, man, enjoy it, man. Pay it forward. Be successful, man. We want to see you out here making some moves. And we know we will. We know we will. You know what I mean? And um, so we that was just dope to me. That was just dope. Hey, so check this out. Um, <laughs> I don't even know how we get into this next thing. <laughs> <laughs> But I yeah, congratulations, uh, uh, guys from Warhouse, uh, uh, graduates from Warhouse, not guys, yeah. graduates from Warhouse. Um, we, you know, just wish you nothing but success, um, all the blessings in the world, and that you make good decisions, and that um, that you're able to live out your dreams, and that you're able to change the world. And all the graduates of 2019, high school, college, yeah, it don't matter where you at, eighth man. grade, salute preschool, kindergarten, yeah, you know what I mean, just everybody sh- in the tribe, salute to you if you out here just uh, succeeding. Yes. You feel me? Flourishing. That's what we call it. If you're just being glorious and flourishing, you dig? I love it. Hey, so check this out. Did you watch First Take yesterday? I saw one clip on <laughs> okay. YouTube. You, you didn't see Magic? I saw a piece of him uh-huh. going in. Magic was up there, jam. But you know, I was, oh, jam. This is what I love about He it. was singing, boy. This is what I love about Magic, bro. <laughs> Magic is no joke right now. Magic, he does everything so calm. Man, he does everything so calm, bro. Like, um, he does everything so calm, man. Like, he'll just be like, "So this is what this is what what happened, bro." I didn't mean it like that, <laughs> but I gotta do what I gotta do. <laughs> See, I gotta I gotta worry about me. I gotta. I got a I got a Starbucks and the Fridays to take care yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I just love the game, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Hey, so look, check this out. I'm just gonna put this out there right now, Laker fans. I'm tired of y'all. I'm tired of the Lakers. I'm tired of Jeannie Buss. I'm tired of Rob Palinka. I'm sorry, Magic. You a good dude. I'm tired of you. And I want LeBron out. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. So what I'm gonna do is me and Bron having a meeting on Thursday. We're going to discuss the future plans of what's going on forward. But he can't be a part of this mess no more. This is ridiculous. Okay, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, I'm getting tired of it. This is ridiculous at this point. You know, we, as the president of the LeBron Fan Club West Coast Division, we didn't come from Cleveland for this. You feel me, ladies and gentlemen? And I'm, just, and I'm getting upset with what I'm seeing here. I thought this was a world-class organization. Huh? What's happening out here, ladies and gentlemen? I need some answers. Okay? <laughs> Now, there's no excuses. Put people around Brian. And if you ain't going to do it, he's going to retire. Okay? Now, let me get back to my regular voice. That was my Stephen A voice. Okay? Hilarious, bro. Now, this is getting out of hand now. Okay? I just don't understand why y'all cannot come together as one. Okay? Pray. Do communion. Get on the same page. And get successful. Did you say pray? Get some communion. It's some communion. Somebody, we gotta, you gotta lock in. You nobody Bro. lock in here right now, okay? And LeBron is sitting back, hurting groins, and playing with these young bucks. Now, this is the thing I'm concerned about. What is going to happen moving forward? Is people going to want to come to the Los Angeles Lakers with this mess? You know what's going to happen? 
I know people are going to like say Jeff, you're a bandwagoner, and I'm not because I know players. I can name off rosters, but Clippers are going to be the new L.A. team. It's been like that for a minute at this point. Stats-wise, I think people like the showtime of the Lakers. Yeah. They like the historic they aspect the historic of it. Aspe- the, yeah, the historic aspect of the Lakers. But the Clippers are going to be the new L.A. team. You think so? Until <sighs> until, Why, some, until on, somebody really wants to take the mantle like what Kobe and Shaq did in the resurrection season. Because people got to remember, like, when the Lakers – when the Lakers, like, before the Lakers start winning, like, championship championships under Phil Jackson, like, they have, like, uh, Del Curry and uh, – not Del Curry, but uh, Del Harris and um, some of the – Pat Riley and some of the other coaches that were, were um, like, were coaching for – like, I think uh, Dunleavy was coaching for the Lakers at a time. Uh-huh. Um, like, they were still decent teams. Right. Like, sixth spot, seventh spot, right. fifth spot in the playoffs. They weren't the Lakers that we know, we have historically loved them to be within the last couple of years. Right. But, like, they were they, – they were they had squads. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Eldon Campbell, Eddie Jones were on those teams. Uh, I think Mitch Richmond played for a couple yeah, of those teams. Yeah, he did. Glenn Rice. Glenn Rice, uh, one of the Bakers. Uh, like, they, they've had – they've had squads. You know what I mean? Like – <laughs> they had squads on there. Um, too much. Uh, <laughs> too much, man. <laughs> too much. Um, they've they've had like really good squads. So I think like I think this is the issue. This is this is the struggle. People are talking about like like man, get Zion, get these things. And I think the issue is like we want to make rookies out of superstars. And I know that I'm kind of like digressing. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I think like. I think LeBron made a good move. I think LeBron knew what he was doing when he was coming to L.A. Um, but did L.A. know what they was doing when LeBron came to L.A.? I, you know, I this is the thing, man. Like, bro, like, even the best of restaurants go through, um, the best of restaurants go through testing at, like, various spots before they become, like, real restaurants. Hold on a second. We just had a commercial and hosted by Aaron Rodgers and Chris Paul. Chris Paul should not be hosting nothing, okay? Chris Paul needs to be hosting shoot-arounds at the crib, practicing, okay? Like, this is the problem I have right now. I'm sorry. I just saw a commercial about a, a golf tournament coming up saying, hosted by Aaron Rodgers and Chris Paul. That's despicable, Chris Paul. Go home and practice. This is ridiculous. We will get on you two in a minute, Okay. Okay, go ahead, my bad, brother. No, you're good. But, uh, what was I saying? So, yeah, I think, like, a lot of people want um, – I think LeBron knew what he was doing. I think L.A. – no, so th- this is what I'm saying. So, I this is the, this is my struggle, which is NBA in general. Uh-huh. LeBron goes to the Lakers first year. They expect the Lakers to be number one. Right. Expect them to win a, a, a championship out of nowhere. Right, you know yeah, it's mean? unrealistic. And I think this is the fact. Like, yes, we've seen that. We've seen that with man. We've seen that with like various, you know, various teams where like first year somebody makes like mad, like mad impact. You know what I mean? I think it's possible. But that I mean, like, man, like the Lakers have been struggling for it for a long time. Like Lakers were struggling with Kobe. Let's just say be, that again. Let's just, Lakers were struggling with Kobe. Let's people, just be people want to have these little amnesias and whatnot. Let's, let's just be honest about it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like struggling, struggling with Kobe. And so yeah. my thing is like, um, man, let's let's just be honest about it. You know? Right. So I think like I think it's unfair. You know, uh, 
I think it's unfair. I, you know, most definitely. I'd be honest with you, bro. Like, I understand the purposes of ESPN and like to let us into like. It get messy, doesn't it? It gets really messy. It just take the joy out the game, bro. <laughs> I feel you. I feel it, the same way too. It just take the joy. I feel out the, the same game. way. Like, it start getting a little bit of. Like who uh, can, I reality need, show is. I don't need to know this. Yeah, I feel you. I, I was feeling the same way yesterday. Like I don't need to. I don't need to know. I you know honestly, man. I uh, I had a conversation uh, with somebody. Like, why do we need to know? Like, just in general, why do we need to know athletes? Uh, how much they make? Right, right. Like that's kind of that's kind of unfair, bro. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Because like, imagine the people said like, like put my salary on a ticker. Like Jeffrey came in. Making blah 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 money, and he's asking for blah 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 for the next two years. Like, I people don't need to know that because right. I think the expectations, I think the expectations become unreal, and we start treating people, we start treating these athletes, whether it be baseball, football, basketball. Like, I don't know where where that started, where we start to uh, started to announce their salaries, but what ends up taking place is like, man, we start treating these people um, not like they're human. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and I just. I don't, I don't, I don't uh, completely, um, completely agree with it. You right. know, so that's just me. I, I think, I think some of the, I think there's been some unfairness in regards to like LeBron. Um, I, I, I do. I, I think there's been some unfairness, and I think that the whole situation with, um, I think the whole situation with like the Lakers organization, whether it be Genie Bus, even I. But I mean, let's be real. I know, man. I caught the clip where Magic was like, "Man, I wouldn't change the way that I." I I would have done it, but that was mad messy too, bro. Like, yeah. like no resignation letter. You just gonna do a direct? <laughs> hey, he said I ain't <laughs> talked to nobody. I just gonna have a press conference. I was like, my man, what are you doing like, for real? Yeah, like yo, yo, man. I didn't even like. I didn't even get to watch the full thing, but I just saw that clip where like LeBron and uh, LeBron and Zoe talked about it, and they had me crying, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. But I mean, at the same time, like. Like, Magic, you've been in the game for a long time, bro. And I understand that you have history, and I understand this is a business, but, man, like, no resignation letter? Like, none of that? So, I mean, I think it's – I think it's interesting. I think it's very disrespectful the way they're doing my boy LeBron right now. This is ridiculous. Look – Brian, look, man, talk. Let me talk to you for a second, Brian. Try, hey, everybody, let me have a moment with my dude, Brian, for a second. Y'all know, y'all know, I've been rocking with with Brian for a minute. You know what I'm saying? So, Brian, let me talk to you, man. Look, get out now. Don't worry about the legacy. You good? Trust me. But get out. Just, just, just stop it. Just don't do this to yourself, man. Like, come on, just get out. Real. Just get out, man. Like. They, they about mess and drama. You ain't about that right now. You know what I'm saying? You trying to set up for the for the sun. You trying to set up for Bronny Jr. to come through and shut the league down. Okay? Get out now. You know what I'm saying? Go somewhere where you could just at least end with some dignity and some respect. But this ain't it, bruh. I would, man, I, I genuinely. Like, I really wish he would have signed with the Clippers. I remember I was saying that and people thought I was crazy, but this is what I was talking about. This is what I was talking I'm going to be honest with you. Oh, Imagine man. if Braun and Patrick Beverly were on the same squad. Come on, man. I think that would be kind of scary. I, I mean, like, I was really proud of the Clippers this year. Like, like. You think the know, Clippers going to land a major free agent? Uh, No, but we don't need it. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you were at least honest. I don't think we will. Right. I don't um because you think people still look at it like, oh, that's the Clippers. I think people look at it as the Clippers. <laughs> but I think we
we are a West Coast team that plays like the East Coast, but it works. Uh huh. I, I do we need a superstar? We've needed a superstar since we lost Chris Paul, Blake, and DeAndre. Right. I right. wish DeAndre wouldn't have left. Right. And I wonder if he's looking at the team like now, like I shouldn't have left because he right. went to Dallas and got traded to New York. Yeah. 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 Like true. You know what I mean? Like right. I look at. Who else did we lose? We lost Blake. I think the Blake situation was fair. Well, no, that was messy. That was because he should have been a Clipper. Yeah, they just re-signed him, and then months later, you're gonna trade him off. And then Chris, it worked out, but still. Yeah, and I think the whole Chris Paul. But I mean, then again, like we lose Tobias Harris. Right. So my thing was just like, and like I, I would have loved to see Tobias Harris do that playoff run. I think we would have gone gone a little further. Mm -hmm. But I mean, like, bro, like the the Warriors, like. Fam, Warriors are gonna win again, man. I really do. Like, like, and I'm I'm having a whole new level of respect for uh, Steph for Steph, because what I'm liking about Steph is that, you know, the whole thing of him being soft and not tough. He's throwing. He's basically throwing it out the window, but doing it his way. Mm. He's not like getting physical with somebody, but he's not afraid of people getting physical with him, and he's not allowing it to take him out of his game. Like, now he's truly at the point now where he's, like, dictating the pace of the game. And just his presence on the court alone is yeah. it's just terrorizing for people. There's a clip, though, man. Um, I think it's a good leadership clip, and I'll, I'll, I'll find it. I'll send it to you. Um, it was it was Steve, Steve Kerr talking to Steph. And Steph was having a rough game. Mm -hmm. Like, he just wasn't shooting well until, like, I think, like, the fourth quarter, which has been pretty natural for Steph in certain games. Mm -hmm. Where first through third quarter, he's just struggling. Like, that one game, I think, during the playoffs, I didn't watch the game, but I saw the stat. Like, first half, he scored no points. Right. Ended up dropping 35, like, the second quarter, like, the second half. Like, that's just, number one, that's ridiculously crazy. Right. But one thing that Steve Kerr, he was like, man, he was like, regardless of what the stats say, he was like, you make us better when you're on the court. So right. he's like, keep your head up. He was like, let me show you. And Steve, Steve was like, let me show you what the, what these stats say, what these statistics say. And it was just like, it was just a beautiful, um, it was such a beautiful, um, like a beautiful scene of just like right. leadership. But I mean, S Steve Kerr, man, like, I mean, Stephen, Stephen Curry is just like, fam, like he's legit. Like he's always been legit. You yeah, know what always, I mean? like, always. I think I think he just matured and got better, and just like he just taking his he took his game to the next level. So who do you have? Uh, do you? So we just watched. All right, let, wait, wait, let's let's back up a little bit. First of all, I just want to say this. Look, um, Houston Rockets, y'all should be ashamed of yourself. That was ridiculous. That was their opportunity. That was. Uh, I need some answers. No, seriously, because like, let's just keep it a buck, okay? We ain't going to fake the funk of a nasty dunk. James Harden, I don't want to hear about him being the MVP candidate no more. Like, this is it. No. Sorry. You're not doing nothing. You're not showing up. You're running out of gas. You say you've been in the best shape of your life this season, and it ain't showing. <laughs> like, bro, like, and Chris Paul, he's older. I think Chris Paul should retire. That's just me personally. I think he could help a team – but being a second option is just not his game anymore. That's me personally, because he's give he had to give way too much for that last performance. I think he has I I me, genuinely I think he has a healthy, like prime years. Well, I don't even say like good good years, 
maybe not prime years, but good, good years. I think he still has a good three years left in him. If D-Way can play at the level that D-Way was playing, even in his retirement year, I think that Chris can most definitely give, give us – As a number two option? Maybe as a number three. I, I think as a three, yeah. But I think – I think Chris Paul is still a great facilitator. And it has to be the right system, though, man. I mean, right. like D'Antoni's system, I don't think it's for the faint of heart. I think D'Antoni should be fired. <laughs> I'm being real. Like, no, seriously, because think about how many times have we saw this. Like, remember when they lost against – who did, Who came back on them? Was it the Clippers or some? Look, it don't matter. They have not – done what they were supposed to do okay let's just keep it all the way real you are not doing what you're supposed to do when you have KD and Boogie KD and Boogie don't play and you do not win and you get smashed on at your house and you're supposed to be the MVP candidate and you like walking around here like saying like two time and nah bruh Nah. Yeah. And honestly, James Harden to me is not even a top five player in the NBA. That's heavy, bro. <laughs> no, <laughs> bro. Hey, you got to wear these shoes. Because what is he doing, bro? Like, what are we giving him props for? I just want to know. Carl Malone got to the finals. Twice. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And John Stockton in them. I mean, look, you can't say you don't have the personnel. Well, look, I would say this. By them losing, um, Ariza did. Ooh, that, 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 that exposed. That was the, that's exposed them. But P.J. Tucker came to play, though. P.J. Tucker, my man, you came to play. You did your thing. But look, uh, that I'm, – I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. I don't want to hear about James Harden no more. I'm sorry, James Harden. Hey, you know – I don't want to hear about it. I just don't. I'm sorry, bro. I don't want to hear about the Rockets no more. They need to get a new system. Dan Tony's system is not built for success long term. Yeah, you know, it's crazy because um, it's crazy, like, uh, that clip of Kobe Bryant saying, like, he was like, there was like, I think somebody was like, how do you like James Harden? It was like, it was Chris, it was Kobe Bryant, I forget, somebody else. It was a great interview. He was like, I, he's like, I don't like it for long-term success, but it's exciting for basketball. And I was just like, dang. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the truth. Because you're playing one-on-one basketball, bro, like, it's just, it was just terrible. It was a shame. It was pathetic to watch. Now we go to, uh, what, who, um, the Blazers just, they beat Denver. That was an excellent series. Uh, we saw Toronto and Philly. That was a heartbreaker. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't have nothing wrong. I don't have no bad words to say about my man crying with his lady. That's what a real man's supposed to do. You feel me? Bro, that was that was that hurt my heart when uh when homeboy hit that shot. Cause the crazy thing I was watching that game live and when I mug bounced four times, like first of all, the the when the shot was in the air and it bounced, people was quiet. That that arena was like silent. Then when that mug dropped, I was like, oh, my. I like, and B broke down immediately, bro. Immediately. But Ben Simmons, I was looking at him like, bro, you can't be just – you just chilling on a play like that? And the thing was, and B, this is the thing. Oh, if they would have made that – um, if they would have made that that shot with um, 
they would make that shot like with no defense, that would have been a different story. But dude, Embiid was playing like hardcore defense, yeah. bro. So it was like I feel bad because you know he, his health wasn't his best. So I'm, I'm sure in his mind he's thinking like, dang, if I could have just played 100 percent one of those games, we probably would have won. But I think they did an excellent job. I love watching Embiid play. He's one of my favorite players to watch at this at this time. Um, I just felt like Ben Simmons gave up on that play. Like, bro, you should let him run over. If it was two hands in front of him, they probably wouldn't have made it. But it was only one hand. Like, bro, you got to continue on. They're not going to call no fouls. You might as well just give it all you got. Yeah. But, I mean, it was a great series. So now we at the Toronto and Milwaukee. And uh, we just watched it right now. They, they tied it up as we record this. And last night, the Warriors pulled it off. They swept of Portland without KD and uh, Boogie. Boogie and Andre Iguodala didn't play that last game. That's crazy. So, I'm thinking the Warriors are going to win again. They're probably going to play. I don't know at this point because I was thinking the Bucks was going to win, but I don't know. I think Warriors are going to win again because I, as I was saying earlier, I heard that Kevin Durant and Boogie might be coming back for the finals. And if that happens and Iggy, then this is a totally different situation here. That's four championships in a row. <sighs> it is what it is. It is what it is. You know, where, where would you rank Steph? Right now? All time. If he wins this next championship, say he wins the next championship and he get this finals MVP. That will be what? Four rings? Four rings. Two league MVP, one unanimous, the greatest shooter of ever. And it may be a finals MVP. I put him top 25 until the next 100 years. <laughs> I like the way you said that, Jeff. Okay. Because I got people saying, like, he's already top 10. I'm like, no, nah, not nah, top nah, 10. No, nah. like, y'all already moving I put too him, quick. I put him top 25, though. Right. I think the struggle is. Where would you rank KD? Top 30. And that's my boy. Wow. I like the. Okay. Okay. Top 30. Oh, I, that's honest. I'm not going to disrespect the likes of Michael Jordan and Clyde Drexler and. Hakeem Olajuwon and Charles Barkley and Elgin Baylor and and Oscar Robertson and Pete Pistol Pete McLevich and Bill 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 Walton and Jerry West and right. Michael Cooper like the Lakers by themselves have four top fifteen right if you want to if you want to be honest <laughs> right 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 and I genuinely think that I genuinely think right now the best player living right now that is actually still playing the game is still LeBron. Right, right. Like, I, no qualms about it. In right. our current generation, I would give, I would give, I would give Steph and Curry top 10 easy. Mm-hmm. I would put, I, I would put LeBron, KD, Steph, Giannis, mm-hmm. uh, Kawhi, mm-hmm. um, uh, Kawhi, and there's probably some other guys. Right. And there, uh, Russell Westbrook would probably be that top ten of like our generations players. Right, I would think of all time though. But you got to understand, like, I that I I'm, I got told you before, and I've always wanted to tweet this, but I'm going to say it on the podcast. We've we our generation has overused the word goat. Yeah, we definitely have. And not everybody can be a goat. Right. Um, a lot of people can be great, but not everybody can be a goat. And I think um, that's the issue with this with our conversations. Is we're trying to make everybody a goat, but then we'll also make everybody a villain in the same breath. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's why, like Max Kellerman, sometimes he like gets on my nerves. Yeah, he be doing too much. He's a weirdo, man. Because um, because he'll be like, 
he'll be like X Y Z. Like he'll just like you know. But I I get it, man. It's television, right? But um, but yeah, I will put uh, KD as like top top thirty, top thirty of all time. But that will change. That, that's going to change in like fifty years. Yeah, fifty sixty years. You know what I mean? When that when this conversation is not going even because. You know, like yes, there's gonna be some historians and some people that are gonna keep, keep the, keep the story, the history of the game alive from the logo. But who's saying who's to say that in, in 50 years that that we'll have the same logo? Right. You know what I mean. So things have the the ability to change. But um, I I think that's a hard. I and I also think like if you are a, if you are a like if you are a a gritty, if you like gritty basketball, then you're going to say Shaq is the best of all time. Is the greatest player of all time. You know what I mean? If you're a finesse player, you know, like you're going to say Kareem is. Right. If you, if you're going to, if you want a hybrid player, you're going to say LeBron is. You know what I mean? So I think it's just like, it's all based on, it's all based on preference. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, like just how they used to do, uh, who's the greatest ten uh, top ten rappers of all time? Right. Like I think everything is based off of preference, you know. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, man. I, uh, yeah, I'm just interested to see what what's next because I think the Warriors are going to win it, and uh, we'll see what the moves are going to be made. We'll we'll get to that when it's time to come. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Uh, but the last thing we want to get on because this is a very important situation here. A lot of people was asking us, like, hey, what's your thoughts on this? And we was like, hey, we're going to get to that. Just let us get that season three finale out, and we're going to rock with you on it. All right? So, mm-hmm. you know, we had a little bit of controversy that happened, you know what I'm saying? Just um, a little bit. Some weeks ago, and it sparked some interesting conversations, you know what I mean? Some interesting perspectives, some interesting points of views. And uh, we just wanted to touch on it a little bit, as respectfully as we can. As respectfully. As respectfully as we can. You know what I mean? So. A couple of weeks ago. Red Table Talk. Had some special guests. They had Aisha Curry. Sonya Curry. Sidel Curry. And. Seth Curry's fiance, which is Doc Rivers' daughter, sitting at the table alongside Jada Pinkett Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith mama, Jada Pinkett Smith daughter. You dig? You know what I'm saying? The Smith clan was in the building. And I think there's some other people. It was some other people in there? No, I think you can name it right. Was there any other? I no, think there was. Right. A, yeah, it was yeah, so yeah. They, they was interviewing the ladies, asking questions about how what their you know relationship is with their man dealing with the success and all of these things that was taking place you know all of these things right and they were talking about groupies right i'm gonna set the scene ladies and gentlemen i know y'all seen it already probably heard about it probably watched the show yourself but i'm gonna set it up for you all right set it up brother so they talked about the groupies Aisha Curry was saying how she don't like the groupies, you know. She felt like sometimes Steph could be too much of a nice guy. Um, and, you know, he's, you know, he's just a very talkative, genuine person, you yes. know. She said she has, she gets bothered by it, and it kind of created insecurity in her. And she said, you know, uh, what kind of bothered her uh-huh, was that 
she doesn't get the out of 10 years she said i don't get the attention i don't have i don't get the male male attention uh, is that what she said mm-hmm. i don't get male attention like steph gets from the ladies you know what i mean and she said that kind of bothers her. And, you know, she said, I don't want it, but it would be nice if I got that attention. And then Jada Pinkett, you know, threw her little two cents in. It was like, but your husband do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, Mama Curry tried to save her. Mama Curry. Now, listen, ladies and gentlemen. You always got to listen to the first lady. The first lady, Curry. First Lady Curry was trying to help little lady lady out. She tried to help her. But nah, nah. She don't want Mama Curry's help at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> she said she wanted some male attention, right? So then Mama Curry was like, hey, that could be dangerous. She's like, I know it's not that I want it, but, you know, it'll be nice. And the internet world exploded. <laughs> Black Twitter, black Instagram, black Facebook. Went off. Went all the way off, right? Some people were saying that she was a pick me. Um, Some people were saying that she said what she said and all these other things. Men had their views on it. Women were getting upset with men having their views on it. And, you know, she came out and she said that, you know, she basically said what she said. That like she, you know, she tried to, what kind of bothered me a little bit on her response when she said, you know, being at his mental health awareness talk about mental health you know i gotta be able to be give my truth be me that do you baby girl do your thing it's between you and the lord you know and then we come here you know what i mean so <laughs> what was your what was your thoughts on it all right so i'm gonna so the only thing that i saw was that was that clip and i saw that the internet went wild so i didn't see everything in context which is i think um which I think is fair in in a lot of sense, but just from what I saw, there was a couple of things that hit my heart, and hopefully, um, people will hear me out and understand where I'm understand where I'm coming from, like in the sense of this. So the first thing that I saw, um, the first thing that came to my mind was the fact that yo, she just had her third child. Mm-hmm. That was one of the first things that came to my mind, so I could see and I could understand where there could be like a sense of. Um, there could be a, a sense of insecurity like there because like man like you know especially for somebody that works around um, I work around like a lot of a lot of women you know what I mean like just vocationally and I, I understand that you know especially for those that like you know you hear the stories of those that have had like have had babies and you know right. what I mean just getting older and just like you know desires and expectations like some of them really um some of them, they just really, really, like, you know, there's just a lot of emotional and psychological changes that do take place. Right. So I want to give her, like, I do want to give her that grace. You know what I mean? Like, I want to, um, yeah, I just want to give her that grace. Like, man, like, changes and transitions can be hard. So I think for me, gen- genuinely, I think that it's, like, just a lot of changes and maybe not feeling like her original self before, you know, mm-hmm. that was like the first thing that came to my mind. So right. I just want to bring that. I out. agree with you. I um, agree with you on that. I think, um, I think, uh, two, I think sometimes, and again, I think there's a couple of things. Second thing, I think too, like, uh, sometimes 
we only know what we're experiencing on the inside. And sometimes, like, us from the outside, we're like, well, you know, this is my, like, like, number one, you're married to a very successful basketball player. Right. Second thing is, like, one you, of the greats of all time. One of the third, top, top, top 25. Come on now, of all top time. Top 25 of all time. Best shooter ever. I'll give him top three. So okay, hey, that's your list, brother. Do your thing. Top, he still got to prove himself because Reggie and Ray were beasts. They just, Reggie just didn't win no championships. Okay, okay. Hey, that's your just, list, man. I'm just saying. That's your list. Again, we put the GOAT out there too quick. Okay, okay. Put up the GOAT. There's some other shooters too. All right. But um, back to what I was saying, like, so um, you're, you're married to a very successful NBA player, but, like, people, like, my thing is, like, you have endorsements too. Like, you're endorsed by, I think, like, Revlon. I think she has like a Revlon endorsement. She mm-hmm. has, uh, she has a TV show. She has books out. You know what I mean? Like, so from the outside, from the, oh lord, I'm about to get super spiritual on this. I'm so sorry, y'all. Uh-huh. So from the outside, you know, in I'm like, man, like you, you got it all. You probably drive a nice Tesla, or no, you drive a nice Infinity because right. Steph got that endorsement. You probably got a Range Rover and a Tesla. You got the drive. endorsement. Plus, you got that two hundred mil from the contract too. It's gracious. Yeah, he out here living life in another level. Like, go ahead, go ahead, go in ahead. the Silicon Valley. Yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. That's another story. And so, um, like from the outside in, I think we're we're like, yo. Man, like you got to get it. But mm-hmm. listening to one of my favorite pastor, Pastor Jaron's uh, messages, like there might be uh, on just like dating and stuff like that. Like there might, and just for me, just some things that I've learned, and I'm not trying to put this on or project, um, but there just might be some things that we just don't know about her that is coming out to the surface because, again, some of these changes that she's going through. So for me, like when she said that, I want to give as much grace. Now I know for I also know for me, um, um, if I no, let me say this really quick. Thing also thing that I try to like just kind of like step back from it is because Steph was like, "Hey, I love my wife." What she said, I'm proud of that she said it. I understood, and that might have been a conversation that they were already having before. You know what I mean? Like maybe she just wasn't feeling as confident, and mm. maybe she's like, "Man, like yo, you get a lot of attention, and I get no attention. Like, am I special too?" That might have been the conversation that they may be, ha- may be having in private. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yes. So, um, sorry, Ray just showed me something that was very important. So I think like for her, like it's just that thing of. I think it was just a, hey, I'm dealing with some changes. There's some things that I, I'm i not experiencing. You know what I mean? I just felt like there was, like, some just natural insecurities. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen people that have gone through that, you know? Like, and, you know, the, 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 the at the end of the day, like, it's their relationship. Right. And, you know, hopefully I can get one of her cookbooks and mm-hmm. just enjoy the process of, just enjoy the process of watching, you know, Steph play great basketball. You know what I mean? Like, at, at the end of the day, like, he spoke on it. You know, we can leave it alone. You know what I mean? And right. I knew that it would go away in in the weeks that it w- would happen. You know what I mean? I just feel like the thing that stinks is, like, on the other end, people are so, um, so willing and so ready to throw people under the bus. 
Right, right. Or make fun of people's situations. So, like, the internet went crazy. You know what I mean? Like, super crazy. And I remember, like, and the thing, this is not the first time that uh, Aisha has had, like, um, her face, like, right in the internet. So, I right. just knew people would really just go there. You know what right, I mean? Like, right. they just would really go there. And um, that's just un- un- unfortunate, you know? Right. Um, because sometimes the grace is not given when it should be, you know? So, those are my things. Like, you know, when I saw it, I saw, you know, some comedians, they said some real stuff. Like, hey, like, my, you know, let me be the valid, the the validator you know what i mean i think on the other end like we have to remember like man like she married a very she just married to a very popular dude you know what i mean mm-hmm. and um and it's just it's just real you know what i mean but again it's their marriage you know you just pray that like they're they stay covered and they engaged you know what i mean engaged into the, the plans of the lord for them and they just yeah i hear you i hear you bro I mean, I mean, for me, um, I want to say this before I even go into it. I want to say this. Um, I think men and women are looking at it from two different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm seeing that disconnect there. And what's happening is is that women aren't trying to hear what men are saying about it. And men aren't trying to hear what women are saying about it. Yeah. So I want to say this. Um I definitely understand what she was saying. I understand what she meant and where she was coming from. For any human being, um, and I can only imagine being a mother, you know, like you said, body's going through changes. Um, she's probably in a, let's just keep it real. She's probably looking at herself like there's this gorgeous woman who's trying to get my husband's attention and look at me. I just had three kids. My body don't look the same. Does he look at me the same anymore? You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure she's trying to like, she's quietly in her head trying to compare herself to the attention that her husband is getting. And for anybody, you know, you'll be insecure. You know what I mean? Like if if somebody was trying to get at my lady and I knew the guy was like, dang, I can't super shape right now. You know, he on another level. I would be somewhat like, dang, am I tripping? Like, how? you know what I mean? Like, that's just natural thing. So we understand that. Now, this is the violation, though. This is the violation that I got to call out the violation. And the reason I say it's a violation, because I know if that thing was flipped, (laughs) it's going to be an issue. The violation is when you say that on a public platform. That's the only violation to me. That's the only issue I have with it. When you go on the show and you say that, to me, that just causes issues. That could, that could be ish. That could be that could cause an issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just know, and women, if you're listening to this, you know the real. If your man got on TV or on a show and said that, you would have an issue. You would not be okay with that. Period. I don't want you to tell me that you would think it would be cool because you'll be lying. You will be lying. You will be lying. Okay? I'm going to say it again. You will be lying. So it's not okay for any person in a relationship to talk about certain things on a public platform. Yeah. That's even To me, that's even if me and my lady my wife had a discussion about this privately that's still not something you say publicly you feel what i'm saying because we're not looking for a dude 
Because we, we know how these cats is out here. Bro. We know how it is out here. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? If Tony Parker or Derek Fisher was his teammate, then we're going to have different type of conversations right now. You know what I'm saying? This could go a totally different way. If you don't know, you know. You feel me? You should know about it. If you know, you know. That's what I'm saying. But anyways, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you no, don't I think do that. I agree with you. I think that the conversation will flip. I It's a double standard. I mean, if we don't want to be, I mean, I'm just gonna keep it 100. That's a double standard nah, on I, that I end. Do, I do. I I'm a hundred. I mean, uh, in full agreement with you. I think that the conversation would be. I just thought different. that was out of line. Now, I'm not saying that she can't make a mistake. I'm not saying that she didn't get caught up in a moment. I get it. I get it. But when a man says like, "Yo, that was kind of out of line," that's where we're coming from. Like, you don't do that. You don't. You don't put that out there. Now, you tell your homegirls, "Cool." You want to say it around, you know, me. That's cool in a safe place. But when you have people out here who are just snakes, like you don't, we don't need stuff starting to like, hey, you good? You all right? Like, I just want to keep it real from a man perspective. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we, we know how we get out here. So I'm just saying, I just felt that was the violation. That was wrong. Like, now, I do 100%, 100% believe that their relationship is solid. That they won't allow something like this to get in between them. Um, I think what Steph did by having by having her back was what a man is going to do. That doesn't mean he didn't have an issue with it. That doesn't mean he didn't try to check it behind closed doors. Right. But he he did what any good man would do: have your woman back publicly and support your wife. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Period. But I, that still was a violation. That was just, a, to me, that was a violation to me. And that's not even being on no macho, machismo, toxic masculinity type of situation. That's just being just out honest. Of, honest and out of decency and respect. That would just be an issue for me. Like, yeah, no. And um, I could understand that people feel differently. That's all good. Yeah. But I'm just saying for me, I, I went, now when I go off, and be tripping and stuff right. like out. I don't know about that because I I will be I will have to have full confidence in a relationship that me and my wife built, and I believe that they have a solid understanding of what they built. And it seems like they have a really good support system. As yeah, well. absolutely. You know I mean? So like so. I said, I could understand him not going off because I probably wouldn't go off. I would just be like, like, yo, um, listen here, okay, sweetheart, listen to me now, okay? Yeah. Just you don't say that in public. Like, just some stuff you got to keep. Home because not place. all encouragement is good encouragement. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Yeah. And I think like too, like I mean, we we can go on so many tangents because it seems like it's been a lot of trickle effects. It has been on 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 just what men are allowed to say, what women are allowed to say, right. how men should feel, how women should feel. Like there's just been a lot. You know what I mean? And right. I don't want to go down a deep a deep rabbit hole. I think, like, you know, I saw a lot of individuals on my stories, like, man, she had every right to say what she had to say beca- and she's, because she's a woman. And that, yo, I'm not against that. Right. I'm not against that at all. Um, I do believe, I, I I think my biggest thing, like, if, if that was my people, like, now they're my people again, probably eight degrees, six, six, uh, six degrees of separation from them. Right. Actually, more, actually, less than six when I right. think about it. Right. But, um, I, if that was a com- now the, also the story is like if that was a conversation that they had before. I mean, like yo, 
and she's like, you know, she wasn't tripping because she's like, I've already had this conversation with my husband, and that's a different, again, that's a different story. Not and sometimes, bro, like at the end of the day, not able, not everybody's ready to handle someone's truth. Yeah, that's real. That's real. You know what I mean? That's real. Like, um, I because I think also, I think though, but you know what? I think that even if that conversation were had before, and I'm not saying that it wasn't because we don't know, it could have, right? It's still certain things you just don't put out there. I know I agree with you, but you know I'm, I'm like, I agree with you on that. But if that's the way they move, then yeah, it's like how because I think yeah, too that's like, how they move. You're I right. would like I think like um, that would be like the same thing of like if 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 you know if there was a if there is a, a marriage conference right, and then the wife said. Yeah, wife, see, you know what I mean? Uh, no. You feel me? Like, but right. like, this is gonna help somebody, <laughs> right? Right, um, right. Bring, you know what I mean? I, I, yeah, I, you know, and again, because she has that platform, it's different because the platform is a different level of platform. You feel see, that's me? the that's the scary part because you know they giving you some tea. You chilling with the Some girls, puppets, you know what I'm saying? Like they're making you like feel the cam- comfortable. The, cam- the camera ain't, ain't even <laughs> yeah, really on. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's where you get messed up, man. That's, but she can never take it. Like I mean, yeah, they because Jada didn't edit. Jada didn't edit. That's all I'm saying. Jada didn't edit. That's all I'm saying. It was no editing or removing that part from the show because it could have been a quick little thirty second slice, and then you you, you feel me? You just switch over to moms. But again, like I again. I, I, the, Jada was throwing in that. <laughs> Jada was throwing in the cosign so heavy. She was like, "You was just like me." I was like, "Like the po- I Again, I didn't see the whole thing. There could be a positive because, like, I think, I think it, it might open up some conversations for ladies that have never had that voice. I do, but I do agree with you. There are just certain things. There are just certain things that you you just keep you keep in you keep that in the house close, in close quarters. But I mean, yo. <laughs> Everybody, close quarters. Yo, everybody, everybody. I got been saying, and I've really been trying to live by this code. Everybody on a journey. <laughs> everybody on a journey. Bro. Everybody on a journey. Hey, they bro. on some. They on some. They on some two hundred millionaire type journey. They on yacht. Enjoy your journey, ladies and gentlemen. Someone's on Greyhound. They on yacht. Yeah, bro, they so. they do something different. You know, like, what everybody saying? on a journey, bro. Like, so it's just kind of like, yo, if saying. What you need to say at the red table, bro? Hey, yeah. Like, hey, I, all I got to say is this. There's a difference between red table and woman's fellowship. Okay? <laughs> you got to know the difference between red table and woman's fellowship. Okay? <laughs> Don't bring woman's fellowship testimonials in. Yo, but what? In counseling sessions. Don't bring that to the red table. Bruh. Okay? <laughs> you got to know the difference. Bruh. That's all I'm saying. Bruh. <laughs> you gotta know the difference, bro. All right, because I know, I know, I know Jada come off very welcoming. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> very consoling. I, I I see how she try to. I see her play. I see the play you doing, Jada. You need to cut it out. Stop it. You bringing everybody up there to talk about they mess. Leave it alone, Jada. Leave <laughs> you ain't provide no scripture, no prayer. <laughs> They just unload it on the red table. You leave it up out there just to dry. But cut it out, Jada. I see what you're doing. He said no communion. <laughs> Ain't no type of healing. It's just all pouring. Ain't nobody filling them up with nothing. 
don't see no hugs, no love. Hey, cut it out, Jada. Stop it. Stop it, Jada. I see what you doing out there. You're messing it up. Cut it out, okay? That's all I'm saying. So, look, on the real, though, I know we had some fun with it. But <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Jada thinks she's slick. I see what you're doing out here, Jada. All right, so I'm just saying, you got to relax a little bit. But nah, but Bro, you object <laughs> right now. <laughs> hey, but Jada got to chill out. But nah, for reals, though, um, you just just got to know the difference, man. Just got to know the difference. But I will say this, though. Um, it could be some women probably felt free uh-huh. to speak that. Because I do know that's the real thing. So I don't want to take away from what she said. And I think that was kind of issue my issue with people that was kind of some people that was criticizing her. It's like what she's saying is real, and it is what it is. You know, that's pretty. That is a hard thing to accept. I think for any man to accept that his woman feels like so that. The, I mean, and this, yeah, I I went to, to kind of take it from that approach. What happens? Like, let's say this wasn't an Aisha Stephen Curry. Let's just say this is woman one and man two, and and. The woman is feeling that way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But mm-hmm. I think, like, how 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 does what would be the encouragement if the man is not ready to hear that? Or let's flip it. What happens if a man like it was everything was good? Like I look at that hard place video by right. her. Yeah. Yo, y'all start on the same playing field. Yeah, and things start changing. Start changing, and then you're fiddle number two, and it's like, man, you're. Like your girl is getting like all getting all the ball players, right. all the dudes that are driving the Benzes and the Rolls Royces. Right, right. And you ain't and it's not is and you're it almost appears like it almost appears like like no, you're grateful for the, for this relationship, but like you love the attention that you're getting from Yeah. Everything else. Everything else. Like we've seen some like movies about that and stuff like that. And it's just like, do you like, do you just kind of take the, do you take the punch? Do you take the, do you roll with the punches? Or, like, what do you do? You know what I mean? I mean, like, I think, like, if you, if, number one, if you, if what you, if you know what you have is solid, then I think it'll be up to that. I think it'll be up to both parties to reinsure that this is what I want. This is what it is. This is special to me. You ain't got to wild out. You don't have to trip. But now, if that's not the case, then, you know. And that's when that's gonna be the issue, but I, I just I find it hard to like the way Steph. You could tell the way Steph Curry talks about his wife, looks at his wife that that man is in love. He's love. in love with her. Like, so that's why I was kind of confused. But then again, sometimes you get used to that. When that's the only voice you're hearing, you get used to hearing that. Oh, he thinks I'm beautiful. He thinks, you know, I'm, I'm sexy or he loves me. You know, she just wants, a, I guess she wants a little bit of admiration from other men. But, the, but, but we all know that men is like, yo, Aisha, yo. Before right. this, it's like, yo, she 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 fine. Like, man, I need, she, she a real one. We need to get a real I think, one. I think, the, I think in those cases, like, bro, like, we, like, let's just be real. Like, where wherever we, wherever we been, like, you know, we can we can see beautiful women right here there. But if we see them with a dude right. and you a real one, you just don't, there's just certain you know, boundaries yeah. that you just don't cross. See, men are different than women in that aspect. It was like, yeah, you got some low down dirty dudes that would just 
try to test the line. But the, for the most part, you have men live by different codes than women, and men aren't going to, like a lot of dudes respect Steph Curry, whether they agree with his stance on certain things or how he approached life. They respect him. And they're not just going to just be jumping in nobody's DMs trying to get at his wife. Like, it's just not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, unless your name is Derek Fisher or Tony Parker. You know what I'm saying? Now, these brothers, they some other cat. These other type of dudes out there. You know what I'm saying? I'm just playing, y'all. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, but it's like, he's a respectable, respect, respectable dude. You're a respectable woman. Honestly, men look at her like a church girl, too, so... Yo, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they look at her kind of like, okay, she wholesome. You ain't gonna try to. It's just a, it's a. She's be. This is the thing, Queen. You being respected, and sometimes being respected could be lonely. But you got a real one. You got a king by your side, and everybody respects the king that you rocking with. That's literally all it is. Now I'm sure the DMs is being filled up right now. Yeah, I mean, just bro, like. But again, also, man, like, ain't nothing like love when you, like, ain't nothing like real love when you're blind to the distractions. Right. Yeah, so don't, 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 don't be blind to the distractions, but you're trying to get LASIK. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that. Just, just be, just be, just, just be, be blind. Just be blind. Just be you know blind. what I'm saying? Yeah. Just be loved. Just be loved. I mean, like, bro, like, who doesn't desire that, though? Yeah. Like, where you're so in love with somebody that, like. Some like, people don't, though. Some people want to press it. Bruh. You know what I mean? I'm just gonna leave it right there. But and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, just genuinely, like, man, just be blind to the distractions. Yeah, why not? You know what I'm saying? But look, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank y'all so much for tuning in to this season three. Um, we know we've been kind of up and down and all over the place with a lot of things that's been happening. It's been real, y'all. You know what I'm saying? But we we are dedicated to keeping this thing moving. Uh, we will be game planning for season four and we'll let you know when that's coming and uh we love y'all man we thank y'all for rocking with us you know what i mean um please make sure you hit us up on all of our socials you know what i mean mine is uh Raynel jamal at at Raynel jamal on twitter fbig the website is Raynel uh jamal.com you can get this episode and previous episodes there don't forget to hit us up on the Twitter and IG for the podcast. That's at A-Z-S-R-O-O-T-B-R-E-W-S-P-O-D, A-Z Rupert's Pod. And you can get this episode and previous episodes on Apple Podcasts and Google uh, Google Play. And uh, hit, them with your, hit them with your stuff, man. Yeah, so you can find me um, on Twitter and Instagram at J-A Davis I-I. So J-A-D-A-V-I-S-I-I or Jeffrey Allen Davis the second you could also find me at www.jdavis.co i'll be honest with you guys i haven't really been posting a lot of stuff lately but um i think there's going to be um a lot of fresh changes that are coming up but i am look for something um look for something at the end of summer and then also look for something in by the middle of fall uh so i'm really um elated to be sharing some stuff with you guys and hopefully you guys really really enjoy it yeah, I appreciate you guys, though, for real. No doubt. Now, let's, let's, let's just – I just want to recap real quick. You know what I'm saying? First of all, um, I'm talking to LeBron tomorrow. We out of there. We ain't dealing with this mess no more. <laughs> Magic was out here just singing. He was ushered the other day, and I'm not feeling it. These are my yeah, He was doing way too much talking for my liking. A salute to Robert, Mr. Robert Smith, and Morehouse. Be great out there. And Aisha, 
You know what I'm saying? You got a good man, but you got to know the difference between red table talk and woman's fellowship. Now, I'm going to leave y'all with something like I always leave y'all. God never told us to figure him out. He just told us to trust him. See y'all in season four. Boom.